Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. All right, then then here we are. Let's talk about edema. I'll turn off my camera and hide that image from Ponyvania. <laughs> Which actually looks really fun, by the way. I'm going to play it. I think you should, yeah. Ponyvania is a game that's like Castlevania, but with My Little Pony. That is one of those weird fan-made games, of which there are lots. There, yeah, there, there's lots of fun Castlevania fan games, and fan games in general are a big thing. This is all relatively new to me. Considering I'm someone who still listens to you know bands like Edema, then I don't know much about popular culture these days, but I'm just seeing that fans are making games and they're good, which I'm sure everyone else knows. <laughs> yes, it's a big, it's a big thing, um, and uh, there's a there's always battles between the game creators and publishers and fans when it comes to fan games. N- Nintendo are notorious for shutting down incredible fan games because they then want to release their own sub uh, subpar versions of them at some point down the line, or just to be assholes to their fan communities. Yeah, um, they they do that all the time. Oh, you've made a really amazing remake of Metroid Two. Uh, no, you haven't. We're going to release an incredibly bad one in two years, so we're shutting this down now. <laughs> and that's why there's no Mario and Luigi's New Metal Mansion. <laughs> exactly. That's that's what we want. Yeah. But no, Nintendo just won't let it happen. Give the fans what they want, Nintendo. They they want they want new metal content. Yeah, it's like Luigi's Mansion, but you go around with a Hoover sucking up new metal bands. I'd I'd play that. I actually would or, play that. Or, or, or you get rid of other kinds of music, just leaving new metal behind. Yeah, you're on a mission to eradicate all other kinds of music. Like um, Splatoon. Do you know Splatoon? The name rings a bell, but I couldn't tell a you. Fun, it was a fun multiplayer shooter from Nintendo where rather than killing people like most shooters, you were like painting the arena. And so instead of you're going around this arena, but rather than painting it like you would in Splatoon, you're just putting that badass s that we all used to draw in school oh yeah or 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 fred durst's face everywhere (laughs) i tried to draw one of those s's the other day and i couldn't maybe this means that the new (laughs) the spirit of new metal has finally left me the the spirit of new metal has has left you now but you know edema might bring it back a bit i know as they released a single this year for the first time in what about 15 years Yes, yeah. Their their last release, well, their la- their last release was in 2013, but it was an EP where the guitarists sang all the vocals. Right. Um that's not on yeah, the Spotify, been, I think. No, no, it's not. Um but before that, yeah, you're going back to I think 2007 for their last album. Um but they're back. But let's let's start from the beginning, shall we? So Edema are one of those bands that appeared not really at the tail end of new metal but after after the the huge success of the first couple of linkin park albums i suppose yeah and i you know corn at this stage so it says on their wikipedia they formed in 2000 at which point you know corn have been around for a couple of albums at this stage slipknot have released a couple of albums so they're all they're a little bit behind the curve 
yeah, Corn at this point, Corn had released four albums, for instance, by the time Edema forms. But Edema's sort of new metal royalty across its various members. They're from um, Bakersfield, a town that people have only heard of because of new metal. <laughs> they've only heard of Bakersfield because of new metal, the birthplace of new metal. Yeah, or more specifically, because of Corn. Yes, uh, the band that created new metal, essentially. Um, but Dave Daru is not a cartoon character in spite of his name. Um, Dave Daru is the bassist of Edema, a very good bassist, I might add. It's one of the things that you notice when you listen to Edema's records. Even through all of the eras, the bass work is fantastic. Um, but he actually is is a part of, of new metal history. He was a member of Sex Art. Yep. Do you know Sex Art? It's the band that Jonathan Davis was in before Corn, the name of which yes. we laughed at on the Corn yeah. episode. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. So, so before, um, before LAPD, um, before Orgy, um, there was sex art, and that was kind of you know this 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 huge point where lots of people who were who eventually sort of grew the new metal movement sort of started out, um, and then of course their their original singer Mark Chavez is the half brother of John Davis from Corn. Yeah, I did not know that until today. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. So for um, me, Edema, I had no recollection of Edema's music whatsoever. So listening to them for this podcast was actually like listening to them for the first time, and I sort of vaguely recognised a couple of the songs from the first album. Like I might have had them on a Kerrang compilation or something, or maybe seen the video on Kerrang or MTV Two, maybe. But they were not one of my faves or one that I kind of actively listened to really. Yeah. And, and they're, they're one of those new metal bands. that's very much the post Linkin Park era um, where there's a, there's more of a pop sensibility. There's a cleaner angle to it, uh, much less swearing as well. Um, yeah. And, and, and that's kind of the, the, the sort of way that new metal sort of went after Linkin Park became such a phenomenon. And, and Edema is one of those bands that really was in that space at, at that point in time. Um, you know, w- when you listen to the first album in particular, songs like The Way You Like... Uh, is it The Way, the you, way like you Like It? it. <laughs> that could be a fucking Backstreet Boys songs if you made the guitar slightly less distorted. And the singer's vocal a bit less scratchy and a bit cleaner. And, uh, yeah, made, made the singer's vocal a little bit less less scratchy, make it a bit cleaner add a bit of auto-tune in there it could be like a backstreet's back style song yeah um it's there there's a real pop sensibility to that first edema album and that's, that's a good song of, i enjoyed that one it's it's a yeah um These i think days, no one remembers when they were young and stupid yeah you could hear that on a pop record at the time couldn't you yeah one 100 and i think that sort of for me, at least, I really liked the first Edema album, which I think was 2001, wasn't it, when it came out? Yeah. Um, and and I really loved that that first Edema album when it came out because it had those really great pop hooks, um, which which really sort of dug into you, and you're like, oh yeah, there's some really there's some really catchy choruses here. Um, but it and it, and it did fairly well the first album. It wasn't like a a, a bestseller. But it was it was moderately successful. Yeah, um, they're just we say that in relative terms because I'm sure they were doing very well and they're all like professional musicians. They're just not taking over the world in the same way as Corn because they yeah, haven't got a guy who's up there going boom da da boom da, <laughs> which is more memorable, I think. When when you think of yeah the big bands of um, 
the 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 big bands of of new metal when you're thinking of Limbiscuit, of Corn, of Linkin Park, and they're selling millions upon millions of records. Edema never reached those heights, but they did they did well enough with that first album. I think it was in the top twenty uh, best selling records, for instance. Yeah, um, which is you know is is nothing to 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 sniff at. That's that's very impressive for a rock album um even even if you're going back a, a couple of decades um so yeah it, it was it was moderately successful it had a decent amount of of radio play um apparently has sold over a million copies um which is which is impressive and you know there's there's some real um i think there's some real highlights on there like you said the way you like it is a jam um i i, I will not hear a bad word about it the way you like it giving in yeah it has a sort of somber tone but again that really good chorus that was the one that i sort of that i think i remembered and it was quite it's quite slow and driving and sort of pulsing isn't it it's almost a bit grungy in its yeah and you can tell that actually there there's a big grunge influence on them isn't there there is yeah 100 percent, and and that gets stronger with time um um, but then you've also got songs like uh, Pain Inside or Trust or Do What You Want to Do, which are all sort of very, um, again, they've got that good pop sensibility. They've got good, quiet, loud dynamics. Yeah. It's, um, it's yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a decent album, I think. And you have Giving In as that kind of slow single, and then it's immediately followed by Freaking Out, which is quite a loud and in-your-face track. And you're like, oh, okay, these guys can rock hard. They're not just sort of slow sort of downbeat gribos they're actually they actually can be angry as well yeah and and freaking out as well has some of the stupidest lyrics i've ever heard in a pop song in in a new metal song rather <laughs> which is which is quite something um i was so much an outcast no one ever liked me because i wasn't wanted i was so different from the rest of them all <laughs> fucked up on the drugs <laughs> the drugs um, that's uh, like and, when and a I, parent tries to talk about smoking drugs or whatever it's it's a it's an alan partridge moment isn't it if alan partridge wrote the lyrics to a new metal song mm. saw this kid um, the other day he was fucked up on the drugs he was fucked up on the drugs <laughs> um <laughs> and and yeah but but again it's got that good chorus and like it, it it doesn't really matter that some of the lyrics don't quite hit home on this album um because you can kind of hum, hum along and i was surprised at how much i enjoyed going back to listen to this because it's not a band that i'd really thought much about since 2001 right so you um, had a bit of a phase at the time but you didn't follow them religiously yeah I, I enjoy i enjoyed them but i didn't I didn't then, you know, get an edema tattoo or anything like that off the back of it. To go with your um, tattoo of Jonathan Davis's tip microphone, of course. <laughs> exactly. That's on one buttock and then Fred Durst's hat is on the other buttock. Um, just the hat, not his face. Just the hat. Not his face, no, just the hat, you know. Um, but 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 it was a, a decent album that I enjoyed a lot at the time. And it's I, I'm going to listen to this again. I think there's some really good, catchy songs on there. Um which yeah i don't know if you agree has this been a surprise yeah. for you as well I've, I've really enjoyed listening to edema and i will certainly put it into my my current rotation of loud songs that i listen to when i'm driving back from dropping my son off at nursery to counteract whatever <laughs> we've been listening to on the way which is inevitably an audio book of someone reading a, a story and a, a story that i read him and doing it wrong and not as good as i would read it or some children's music 
Um, I think you should swap those round. I think your son needs to listen to Edema. And also, might I point out, I'm sure that Edema's target demographic at the time was dads and their children. Yeah. Um, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> dads in their 30s is who these pe- these young men, who I assume were in their 20s at the time, were aiming, yeah, that, aiming that's, for. Yeah, that's exactly what they were aiming for. Um, but but so the first album did, did pretty well, got some good airplay. Um, they had a couple of other big moments they had immortal yeah uh, a song that they released for mortal combat deadly alliance which has a fantastic um, video of them like superimposed onto blocky graphic mortal combat stuff where they've just taken some game footage plunked them in front of it and gone yeah there's a music video send, send it, it out most, it's the most 2002 <laughs> thing you'll ever see and i i think one of the most new metal things you could ever do is release a song for a fighting game. Yeah. Uh, a, a fighting video game. Um, and this reminds me of the fact that I need to bring up that Fred Durst <laughs> is an unlockable character in the Fight Club video game. Oh, dear. Um, which I didn't know until of, you told me about it today that there's a Fight Club yeah, video game. It's one of the worst games that's, ever. That's made. cursed knowledge, isn't it? Yeah. It, it's one of the worst, is one of the worst games ever made. Um, has nothing to do with the movie, with the themes of the film, you know, the toxic masculinity, counterculture thing that it's all about. Um, it wasn't released until 2004. Uh, the movie came out in 1999. Uh, <laughs> it's it's truly, truly awful. Um, it's one of the worst games ever made. What it's, platform was it for? So it was on the Xbox and the PlayStation 2. Um it's uh it's yeah it's 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 truly truly awful but um, you can play as fred durst but you can play as fred durst so all new metal fans need to go out and get it what's his um, special move uh rapping does he there get up on the table and go so come and get it there aren't really any special moves in it you just kind of pummel each other until someone dies that 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 that's you know which is not what you want from a fighting game that sounds really um, fun but but there's an excellent Edema story around the song Immortal that they released for Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance. But the lyrics um, to it are basically over and over, you can't kill me, I'm immortal, I'm immortal, you can't kill me, can't kill me, I'm immortal, you can't kill me, I'm immortal, I'm immortal. And there's a reason why the lyrics are like that. Um, here's a little story from Mark Chavez. Um, Someone from our record label, Arista, must have heard I really like those ice cream sandwiches with the paper wrapping, because we get to NRG to do the Mortal Kombat song, and the fridge in the green room is packed to shit with them. So I'm looking at this fucking wall of fucking ice cream sandwiches, and now I'm like, they're playing games with me, man. So what do I do? I get to eating. Flash forward like an hour. Sam, our engineer, ducks his head in and says, Mark, they need you in A for vocals. I'm literally 18 sandwiches deep at this point, and now I'm freaking out. I hadn't written one word. So I stumble into the booth, trying not to puke, and grab the book that comes with the game inside on the way in, and just make the whole song up based on the first page. We didn't have another day booked, so that ended up being the finished song. That's fantastic. So they, so they'd already written the music and they had no idea what was going to go with so, it. Yeah, so they didn't know what the lyrics were going to be. Um, I always find so, that such an odd process of songwriting. I mean, both of us have dabbled in writing songs in the past. I, I find that really odd that people could do that. Yeah, I, I mean, suppose recently in our band, Hannah did that with an instrumental that I'd made. 
but that was more like she'd taken it and I'd come up with a melody and stuff. To have that kind of finished track there in the studio, and then you're just going to go in and make the words. That's like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I mean, for, for me at least, when I write a song, I write the music and I hum something along, and then I work out what the lyrics will be around what I'm humming. Yeah. Um, but to finish the entire song and then go in and and write the lyrics there and then. Um, but yes, ice cream sandwiches distracted Edema from the lyrics to one of their most famous songs. That's fantastic. Um, that's a reason to love them more than anything else. Um, but they followed up. Their, yeah, that's a wholesome story, isn't it? Really? That's that's not debauched. That's not about someone climbing out of a giant toilet at Ozfest, is it? No, it's it's ice cream sandwiches. Trying not to throw up when you've eaten too many ice cream sandwiches. Um, But then... uh, after that, so they release their their, their self titled album, the first the first album. Then they release Insomnia Extreme, the EP that includes Immortal, the Mortal Kombat song, um, and then they release Unstable. And this ends up being a very prescient name because the band immediately implodes <laughs> after they release it. Yeah, it's um, like they knew. But going back to the um, Insomnia Extreme for a second, there's a cover on there of the song Nutshell, which is one of my favourite Alice in Chains songs. And that I, ju- I just put it on in the background and that came on and I was like, whoa, whoa, hold on a second, Alice in Chains. I was like, yeah, this is good. I like this. Yeah, no, it's a decent it's a decent cover, isn't it? Um, and again, it sort of shows their grunge, their grunge history um, as well. How do you um, feel about Alice in Chains? We don't have I'm to a it's a grunge of- show, but... <laughs> I'm a fan of Alice in Chains. Yeah, we can't talk about them for too much. Um, and I'm I'm a big fan. I think yeah, some of their um, some of their albums are fantastic. Dirt is an all time classic. Album. Yeah, brilliant. Um, true, truly incredible. Um, so yeah, it was nice nice to hear an Alice in Chains cover. Um, but then yeah, they get onto Unstable, which I I never owned. Um, I heard Unstable off Unstable, the the lead single, and that's a bit of a jam again. Yeah, it's got a got a got a good chorus, and overall the albums. Um, rather good, I'd say. Not as strong as the first album, but still rather good. Um, but unfortunately, there are some slightly heavier moments on it, aren't there? Yeah, especially it's, that, it's the bit... final song, "Needles." That's almost like a grinding death metal song. Yeah, yeah. Ne- Needles is closer to um, off the first album. You have "Drowning," yeah, um, which is probably the heaviest song, and it feels a lot like that. Um, and so, yeah, it's it, it, it's a bit broader in its approach. You've got some slower numbers the sort of pop element is taken away a bit in favor of more guitar work um but it still it still works rather well and it's a, it's an interesting album to see a band sort of experimenting and moving in 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 a different direction slightly um but it didn't do particularly well um they uh yeah so um the guitarist left the band um not not the lead guitarist uh tim flucky which is another fantastic <laughs> name um but mike ransom the one with the most boring name in the band yeah sounds um, like an accountant he, <laughs> he left to become an accountant no um, but it, he he left after i i think they're, they're quite a tumultuous band in general um and and he left yeah if the singer's then, left and joined multiple times, you know that band is just a bit of a shit show behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so Ransom leaves, Chavez leaves as well, um, which is a shame because he'd done things like strengthening his voice um, to 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 sort of expand their sort of music. They are one of those fantastic new metal bands that refuses to be called new metal. They claim they're a rock band, and they're really upset about it as well. Band. Don't call us a new metal band. So. <laughs> I'm here to tell Edema you're a new metal band. Yeah, sorry, sorry guys. You're, if you're on this podcast, you're a new metal band. You're still a new metal um, band, and you always will be. 
um so so unfortunately yeah the 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 uh the band yeah lost two key members unstable sold uh a third of the of the of the numbers of their first album um which isn't great but generally bands second albums don't always do as well as the first if the first is incredibly successful um but this came at a bad time because there was a label merger and arista when it got bought out by parent company sony uh basically dropped them yeah um and so yeah it was a bit of a bit of a difficult time uh chavez went off and started doing his own thing um and they brought in a new singer uh and a very new direction for the third album which is a boring album yeah it's, it's all right it's, it's sort okay. of competent slightly more towards something like muse isn't it where it's just sort of competent middle of the road vaguely heavy rock isn't it i i would refer to it as butt rock butt rock the kind of <laughs> the kind of very very produced rock that makes it onto the radio but i think butt rock implies something that's a bit more overtly sexual not necessarily no. every track but like that's, you know what that's, I mean? crotch, like, that's crotch rock oh, that's crotch rock okay yeah yeah not cock no, rock no not cock rock but no, but there's something a bit more flamboyant about butt rock, isn't there? This is too, I think this is too boring to be butt rock. It feels like if it, it feels like if someone took the character out of Chevelle, that's the sort of direction that that Edema is going in. Yeah. Um with with planets. So they get in this new singer, um, who's got a decent voice. Um Luke Caraccioli is his name. And and he's got a he's got a decent voice, but it's not unique like Mark Chavez's voice is. And although it allowed them to go into that more butt rock direction, that sticking, I won't have any complaints about it. Um, right. <laughs> uh, it uh, Nickelback, it loses... Nickelback's butt rock, right? Yeah, but yeah, but Nickelback's more sort of like, what would yeah this is like yeah it's it's not it's not new metal it's not post hardcore it's just kind of there and they've got distorted guitars <laughs> um and 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 they were very much sort of at the time and i remember seeing uh interviews at the time uh them going yeah now we're a real rock band we've thrown off that new metal this is a proper rock album and it's just kind of there yeah um, it, it's 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 decent but it's not anything particularly spectacular. It is the musical expression of a, ba- a new metal band trying to prove that they're not a new metal band. Yeah, um, and and so it's it's a it's a solid five out of ten. You can listen to it, not be offended by how bad it is, and immediately forget about it entirely. I can't remember any of the songs from it. No, the only one that springs to mind is Planets, which was the single. And again, that was one of the quieter ones on the album. Um, that, yeah. uh, that was quite interesting and had those kind of quiet, loud dynamics again and, and worked better. Um, but then uh, <laughs> then uh, the new singer left the band, citing personal reasons, um, after only 10 months. Um, and then Mark Chavez support- supposedly came back uh, for a bit and then left again. Uh, then then they brought in a new singer bobby reeves who was the singer of a band called level who i don't know but again were apparently in the new metal scene um i'll have to check yeah, out not heard it at some point 
um and 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 he came with a with us another guitarist again um who was also in in um level called ed farris and um they released another album called kill the headlights did you make it on to kill the headlights when you were listening to yes i did and again it was i thought it was all right you know it was probably better than planets I thought it had, again, a bit more of that sort of interesting, not quite progressive angle, but some interesting stuff in there. And it was a, a bit, little bit heavier and a bit more memorable, um, but not as enjoyable as the first two albums. Yeah, I, 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 and I completely agree. I think it's a better album than Planets. Um, it feels more like they know what they want to do, which is, which is good. Open Till um, Midnight, that was a very good song. That was the standout yeah. for me. Yeah, it's 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 a decent album. Again, there's not really anything that that you're going to want to, you know, come back to time and time again. But it's a solid it's a solid enough album. Um, but then, again, you know, that's the only album where he's where where Bobby is the singer. Um, and again, it didn't it didn't sell particularly well. It was the band's first album that didn't debut on the Billboard 200. Um, and yeah, then they decided to sort of go on hiatus in 2008. Uh, they reformed again with Mark Chavez back again. <laughs> um, and Mike Ransom was back in the band again. Uh, they did some, uh, they did some touring. Uh, Mike Ransom couldn't join on the tours. Um, Cause he got done for tax evasion. But yeah, exactly. He was too busy being being an accountant. Um, but, and then after after that, Mark Chavez left again uh, to do uh, to 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 go and do his own thing again. Um, then we get the worst album cover I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. Uh, so this is Topple the Giants, an EP that Adima released in 2013 where Tim Flucky is the lead vocalist now, who is the lead guitarist. Uh-huh. He, he does yeah, I didn't vocals. listen to this one. Um, and he's, he's got an all right voice on the EP. It's not, you know, he is a guitarist. He's not a, not a singer, but he, he does a Oh, good grief. He does a decent job. Are you now looking at the album? That is the worst cover. album cover I've ever seen. Uh, so, uh, uh, the metal website Metal Sucks put this album art- artwork as considered to be one of the worst album covers ever, and I completely agree. Uh, Photoshop members of the band standing by uh, a destroyed castle, truly awful. One um, of whom is supposed to be is, is like a giant, and the others are sort of holding weapons next <laughs> yeah. to him, and he's wearing sandals and a, a waistcoat and no top, and it looks like they're sort of larping. It's really odd. It's it's incredibly strange, and everything's in this weird sort of brown grey filter as well. <laughs> it's extremely weird. This um, looks like one of your joke album it, covers yeah, that you would. Make. I I would I would uh, not accept this as a joke <laughs> album cover because it's not colourful enough. Like the um, Velocibeast, like or the, something. yeah, the Velocibeast. I, can you put that in the show notes? <laughs> yeah, I can. Put it in the show notes. The Velocibeast, the fake album artwork I made for for our band. Um, <laughs> But but th- th- this EP had three new songs, but then interestingly enough, they re-recorded four of their previous songs. So Unstable, Immortal, Planets and Giving In were all re-recorded with Tim Flucky on vocals. Interesting. Um, and yeah, they're not great, <laughs> but but it's interesting that they wanted to go back and revisit their older work with, with this different lineup, um, which is an interesting way to do it. Um, but then um 
He's done what is now called in the business as doing a Taylor Swift. Yeah, <laughs> doing a doing it's a Taylor Swift. Flucky's have, version. Have you listened to Taylor's Swift version? Or no, my wife has been listening to to it. She's a big fan. I hate Taylor Swift, so I have not. Um, <laughs> I think she is insipid, with the exception of like two songs. So I am not in on this excitement that people have about listening to her doing her own songs again. She's um, She's got some quite good songs. But the Man. thing is that Carly Rae Jepsen is the thinking person's Taylor Swift. You know who did Taylor Swift better than Taylor Swift? Avril who? Levine. Complicated is a <laughs> Avril better... Avril Levine, t- the original Taylor Swift. Av- Complicated is a better Taylor Swift song than any Taylor Swift song. I'm sorry. Um, Complicated was, is a jam. And if she was going to go and do her own songs again, I was expecting like death metal versions of her songs. <laughs> That's what we want. That's what the fans want. Where's That's what the, the people want. Where's the new metal Taylor version? Taylor Swift. Yeah. Get when's on. she going to, you know, she's collaborating with everyone in the pop world. When's she going to get into the studio with Dimmu Borgir or Emperor? <laughs> John or... Davis, ex-Taylor yeah. Swift. Get on it. Um, but anyway, right. So after this, um, Chavez comes back again. He comes back again. Um, and then they do a show and then they say they're going to work on an album um, and they do some more shows, and then Chavez leaves again. Um, much to the disappointment of all of the original Edema fans. Um, but then, interestingly enough, uh, Ryan Shuck joins the band. Now, do you know Ryan Shuck? Apart Only from, from having excellent <laughs> done a bit of research today, and he was in. Um, he was a founding member of Orgy. Yes. So who I only know from their cover of Blue Monday, which is very good. Yeah, so so Ryan Shuck is again, he's one of these big old original new metal people. So he was in sex art as well. Right. Um he yes. was then really uh influential across the scene. So he was in Orgy, of course, um, which is one of the again, one of those original new metal bands. They started in nineteen ninety four as well um doing a sort of sleazy industrial rock thing um and their first two albums are, are very very good um then he leaves to start a band called julian k which is a very interesting they're sort of like a synth pop new metal band i suppose is the okay. best way to explain them i've never heard um, them but i guess we could talk about them on this show then. yeah yeah so, so they they sort of appeared um a little bit after the sort of main era of new metal so julian k they didn't release anything until 2009 was their first album um but they've been releasing stuff since then pretty regularly um but yeah so 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 he's you know he's this big part of 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 the new metal scene he was a member of dead by sunrise which was um chester bennington's side project yeah Um, he's been around and he's done all sorts of other you know musical appearances um he's done you know some production stuff as well um alongside uh i've forgotten the name of the other person who's a main member of julian k but he does a lot of uh, production work as well so he he's he's a very prominent part of the new metal scene and he's now come on to be the singer of edema and their new single gotta say i'm a bit of a fan i like it yeah, yeah. and the vocals very good as well again it's the singers after Mark Chavez were a bit bland, but this is like this is distinctive and really good. And Mark Chavez, it doesn't have that kind of scratchy quality that he had. So I, no, I like it. It's no, good. Ryan Shuck's almost got this kind of crooner quality to his vocals when he sings clean, but then he's got a strong, you know, shouty vocal as well. Um, and I think it works. Pr- 
pretty well with the music that Adim has made now. They're apparently going to release a new album next year. Um, I don't know whether this is going to be another one album and then you're out situation with a singer in Edema. Yeah. Uh, if 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 uh, if we can plan anything based on previous events in Edema, Ryan Shuck will be cast out. Mark Chavez will come back for a bit, but leave before they release anything new, and then they'll find somebody yeah. else. But <laughs> the the single we've heard so far is uh, is pretty interesting, and the fact that Ryan Shuck has this long standing relationship with the rest of Edema hopefully means that they can have some stability and build on this because it would be nice to see particularly as they're one of the more forgotten bands of the era it would be nice to see them make a strong return yeah that'd be really cool um so so Edema the underdogs you know these people who've been involved in new metal from the beginning but never had quite the same success let's see them come out and release the best new metal album of 2022 yeah come on guys that, we believe happen. in you we believe in you yeah there's they've got strong competition from corn i assume who's still going yeah so so corn have got a new album out next year i think cool um and uh and obviously we had limp biscuit this year so yeah. uh yeah maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll see edema finally take the top spot of the new of the new metal world um but is there anything else you want to say about edema before we move on to uh to, to ranking them uh, no, I don't think so. Mainly just that I actually was pleasantly surprised by how much I enjoyed their music, because often if it's a new metal band that I don't have strong memories of, their music tends out to be terrible, as was the case with Mushroomhead, who we <laughs> said we were going to do and then didn't do, because, my God, so many songs and all terrible. We did we did Mushroomhead. They got ones for everything apart from Cringe, and then they got oh, that's true. Cringe. That's what Mushroomhead have, so they're yeah. shit. Sorry, sorry, Mushroomhead fans, but not really. You guys should get better taste. Um <laughs> So, yeah. Anything else you want to say? Or shall we? Shall we boot yeah, up? Let's the new let's metal rate su- it. Okay, right. So I'm boot just up turn- the supercomputer. The, the new metal supercomputer is on. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, um, we're not here to find the best band ever. We're here to find the most new metal band ever. And as such, we have a very technological solution to this, where we put in these different scores for different. It's not about whether it's new good. Metal. It's never been about whether it's no, good. No, it's about whether it's new metal. Um, and so, uh, yeah, we have this computer to work it out for us, so you can hear it working in the background there. Um, so, first up, we've got riff quality, and I think the riffs here, particularly in the first two albums, they're pretty good. Yeah, strong, I'd yeah. say. Um, so, what do you reckon? Maybe a seven? Yeah, I think a seven is reasonable. None of them, like, are ones that are going to be pounding in my head for days, but they're pretty competent. They, yeah, they're competent. They're competent musicians in Edema, which might rule against them later on in this scoring system. But, um, but for now, you know, that's just, they've got some strong riffs. But then when it comes to catchy chorus quality, oh, those first two albums, they've got some real bangers on there, haven't they? Yeah, for sure. Um, so I'd be tempted to go up to a nine here for catchy chorus quality. Yeah, that's fair. Um, our next one is theatrics. So this is things like how many masks do they wear? Do they come out on stage uh, with a behind like a giant toilet? Things like that. Um, and they're pretty low in that regard. Yeah, there's not a lot going on actually for them theatrically. And most of their videos where you try and look at them, they're not really up to much. It's mostly just cutting between like some teenagers doing stuff in a club and them singing on a stage. Yeah, so so I'd maybe I'd maybe bump them up to a five based on the fact that they have a video with mortal combat in it yeah which that's I'll forever true. love and i think we need to we need to make special dip- dispensation for that but apart from that yeah the theatrics aren't good 
Um, but then we get on to number of superfluous band members. So obviously this is great for things like Mushroom Head or uh, Slipknot, where they have people banging bins or shouting into a megaphone or yeah, just or scratching annoying the, the audience and things <laughs> like that. Um, here, they were a five-piece and a four-piece and a three-piece for a bit. So they always had people doing something. However, I think we should give a bit of a note to them because they've gone through so many band members <laughs> over the years. I think maybe we should we should take that into consideration here. So maybe a six. So yeah. everyone does something important in the band. Um, they've got through a lot of singers over the time. Um, it's approaching that question in a different way. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, and I, I think, you know, we need to, we need to, we need to consider that. Uh, but then we've got hair, colour and style variety. And again, there's some variety here, but it's not up there with Linkin Park, for instance, or Corn, where you had multicoloured dreadlocks. I'd like to give um, a shout out to the bassist who's bald and has one of those long chin beards, yes, which is quite a new yeah. metal and, look, quite a distinctive <laughs> new metal now, look. And now, I don't know if you've seen any new footage of them, but he's taken to wearing a trilby. Oh um, no. <laughs> which is exceptional. <laughs> um, so again, maybe maybe a six here, because although it's not great, there is they've, they they hit the right boxes for a new metal band, I'd say. Yeah, there's some there's some spiky hair there's and a, um, a soul patch on Mark Chevers. Exactly, yeah. He's got the soul patch if you've got a soul patch in you can't get lower than a five at least yeah um then uh our penultimate score is goof factor um and it's actually quite low isn't yeah. it not really not really a goofy band the they're goof, quite quite serious quite teen angst aren't they yeah the goof mainly comes from awkward lyrics like getting fucked up on the drugs more than anything else <laughs> so maybe here we've yeah. got to go down to a four um, yeah they're, they're not too goofy um and again when it comes to the cringe barometer for 2021 so this this means how much do you cringe when you listen to this how how worried are you that someone who you're friends with on spotify is going to see you listening to a <laughs> um and again it's pretty low because i didn't feel too cringy listening to this. not at all no i'd give it like a three or a four probably yeah. and again some of those lyrics are a bit silly but overall, no, it's it's fine for now. And again, this there's much worse stuff in the charts. There, there genuinely is. Um, and so again, you know, those those things not being very goofy, not being very cringy, have actually ruled against um, uh, against Edema here in our in our calculations. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to punch our numbers into this supercomputer that we've got here, um, and we can work out what the percentage of new metal is here. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> I'm just finishing up. Um, okay, I'm just getting the print out here. Um, if you just, yeah, bear with me. Right, hold on. Uh, and, uh, oh, hold on. Something's gone wrong with it. Oh, no. <laughs> Let me. Has uh, it crashed? It's crashed. It's crashed. Uh, uh, well, I mean, it is a computer from 2001, so what this, do you expect? This stupid supercomputer. Um, <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah. If we... Um, what is going on here? Why is this calculation not working properly? There we go. Finally. Finally, it's you worked did it. out. Um, so, okay, yeah. So I've just got the printout here. <laughs> 
um, and I'm looking at it, and it's a it's a moderately respectable score. It's nowhere near the top of our new metal rankings, unfortunately. Um, it's it's below the likes of Limp Bizkit, but they get over fifty percent. They're on fifty seven percent new metal. Okay, well, that means they definitely are a new metal band. Then. So they're definitely a new metal band. They're at least fifty seven percent new metal. Um, you know, they did rank lowly because they weren't too cringeworthy to listen to in this era. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's it's uh, yeah, it, and and they they weren't goofy enough for our liking. Um, and they who's who's new. number one? Is it Corn? I think Corn is number one still. Yeah. yeah, I can't remember what score they got, but Corns are still the ones to beat. Um, so yeah, we've we've still got to find the best, the well, the most new metal band. I think I don't think Corn will take it permanently. There'll be someone, maybe someone unexpected who comes in. Yeah, um, but well, I now, have a suspicion that the band I want us to talk about next, which we talked about, might actually edge it, thinking about those categories and the yeah, things that they fulfil. I agree. I think it is going to be close between the two. Strong contender. Um, so, yeah, shall we reveal that now, who we're going to... Yeah, we're going to be talking about Rammstein. And oh, yes, I know that they're right. part of the German Neue, Neue, Neue wave Neue Deutsche Harder. That's the one, yeah. But they were around in the new metal scene, so... And we like them, so we're going to talk about them. Were they on Kerrang! when new metal bands were on Kerrang? All the time. Then they're I a new a, metal band. Yeah, oh, no, I'll talk about it next time. Yeah, the very the first time I ever switched on Kerrang! it was showing Sona by around Oh, time. what a great introduction to Kerrang! Yeah, um, but yeah, that, so that's respectable for Edema though. And I'm gonna I'm gonna check out their album again sometime. Yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing their new new album. I'm, I'm get, very excited out. to see what they can come up with. So yeah, good good guys, Edema. We approve. Well done. Well done. Cool. Well, thanks a lot for tuning in. Really appreciate it. It's really nice to be back. And again, we're hopefully going to be back into a bit more of a regular rhythm with this now that we've been inspired to do it by Lynn Biscuit's new album. So thanks again to Fred Durst and the boys for for that. And thank you to Edema. Yes. Uh, If there's any bands you'd like to see us listening to, uh, then then do get in touch as well. We'd love to hear your recommendations for new metal bands. Yes, please. We're on Twitter at PodDurst. So please drop us a tweet there. And there's a link in the show notes to where you can give us money. Yeah, it's give us. Like a we tip we jar. need to. We need to get our edema tattoos. Yeah, I'm going to get one of the giant from the. What's that album called? The Giant's Causeway. <laughs> yeah. Giant's Causeway. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to get a tattoo of that. Amazing. I'm getting Mark Chavez's face on my arm. Good soul patch and all. Yeah, 100. <laughs> percent Alrighty, and we'll be back next time to talk about Ramstein. Alrighty, bye-bye. bye bye. Bye.